make sure that we record this properly for those that are going to listen later. So welcome to everybody else that's out there. But um, Katerina and I were just catching up on um, the series of circumstances that made our paths cross and what got her attention. And so I'm going to let you go back to that because what you're going to start on is it's recent information. And that's what I enjoy talking about here. Not something we read in a book from long ago and we're all going to kind of kumbaya like a book club. No, this seems to be a pod for experiencers showing up telling us <laughs> what happened last week. So back to you, ma'am. <laughs> so as I mentioned, uh, it was really interesting for me to see the pictures from Arizona and seeing the video uh, climbing into the Shaman Cave. And yeah, I spent quite a time with it. <laughs> I was just, you know, mastermized. It's it's something really amazing. So yeah. Any particular part of it? Was there a piece of it that connected you to something else? The, I'm yeah, trying yeah. not to influence your answer because no, no, there's no, more no. to what happened. Uh, well, definitely it was the space inside the cave when. You were sitting inside and starting humming, and you could see the uh, you could hear the resonance, and I just could feel it how it's resonating with me when I was watching it, and I could imagine myself to just stay there maybe for two days or something like that and just completely be out of the space. It little bit reminded me uh, my trip to Scotland, and there is one small isle uh, called Hoy Isle of Hoy, and there is basically. Um, Dwarfy stain. I don't know if you know about it. And it's also really, really mystical place. And basically it's a huge dolmen. You can go inside and it's like initiation chamber. And when you are start humming or singing in certain time point, it completely blows you away in different dimensions. So it was okay. It was something reminding me that uh, on the world planet, we can find similar places and where we can be connected. Yeah. So... And because Arizona was one of our places, well, Moshasta is one thing, yeah, but uh, I always want to go to there. So for me, it was like, yeah, look at it. <laughs> the universe is now showing me what can I see when I will be there. Yeah, so for me, it was really huge. Good. That's hi, an Irene. excellent way. Hi, Irene. That's an excellent way to put it so that uh, others that haven't been there yet, they're going to be triggered by something. Um, I had other reasons to go to Arizona long ago and they were more 3D related than what I realize now is for me to seek out and identify and then communicate these energetic places. Because every time we hear about somebody having an experience, there's some kind of energetic exchange that took place there. And we know that there are areas that are more elevated than others. Sedona has been, you know, if most people think of the word, they think of there's some kind of spiritual something there to connect to. So that idea is kind of out there. <laughs> what that really means and what really happens when you really can connect that way is so profound. I cannot put words to it yet, but I can tell you now that I've spent some significant time here on some land that is definitely energetic. And it's not like this parcel alone 
This entire area of the mm -hmm. Southwest is an energetic zone. And there are areas that have been even further honed. I'm sitting on the top of one of them. I've been working on it for the last three weeks. And so being around this environment, it's magical. Uh, I think I mentioned last week that I had experiences with light beings that visited me there. Um, in the middle of the day, you just have to be in the right vibration and be open to these things. And the setting was perfect. There was no other anything to disturb the field of what was taking place there. So the conditions were perfect for anybody that wanted to have an experience to have it. To me, uh, my frame of reference with extraordinary things aside from a few others that just happened in crazy anomalous places because I happened to be in New Mexico or Alabama at the time, um, was Shasta-like. It was that going to Telos kind of experience, that energetic sensation, it's here. So I'm here to always kind of validate those things first. And when they happened to me, it surprised me again. I had been told last year, through you know my Lemurian contacts, that contact between them and the surface for those that are ready and who could vibrate and understand their vibration was going to rise. So it wasn't any surprise. I kept waiting for others to tell me about their validations. I didn't think it was going to be me on another level again. Now, let's compartmentalize that because that is my connection to now I understand inner earth. Tell us is just one part of it. And there's a reason why our attention is being drawn to all of this if we understand earth's cosmic cycle. Then um, Dave Wallace crossed my path over a year ago. And as we got to know each other and each other's paths, there was a different kind of bridge that was about to take place because I hadn't given any consideration to beyond earth sentience. I'm fully aware and convinced that they're there. The lights I've seen in the sky make it undeniable to me. There's no question about that. And when you start to study the phenomenon and take the time to do so, these you know light orbs that we can't explain any other way, when you open yourself up to it, <laughs> you'll have interactions with them. Some are beings, some are telomeres. Um, there's a lot of things that are still coming into my awareness, but any, my point is I hadn't had any focus on anything off um, earth until Dave came along and his interactions, which when I think about his experiences and what changed so profoundly in his life, because if you knew the day before the day now, they're not the same. <laughs> the profound things that come out of Dave, now he understands, um, were placed there as a gift for him to help. And I love where his heart is. Um, but he had that initial experience in 2017. And it took him a while to assimilate what, what had happened and what information they wanted to give him he, there was a download he had to process so that future information they were going to give him, he could comprehend and he could put it into use here. That was a process that took a long time. 
it made me reflect on, you know, the crazy things that have happened to me. And, you know, when I came out of TELUS and just had to find somebody else that could help me understand, I realize now um, it was too early for me to talk about my TELUS experience because I couldn't fully comprehend it. It would take me years to put a lot of things into perspective. And I had to have a much better grasp on really the ideas of multidimensionality and the reality of such. Once you do, you know that that was your first multidimensional experience because it wasn't going to be the last one. Like beings came along and other communications came along and they weren't things that I was channeling. This was stuff that was coming unsolicited to from people and others that I knew. And once you hear them that way, they're undeniable. You just can't ignore them anymore. You just have to kind of follow through on what you feel that you're being led to because there's purposes for all of this. Um, so now <laughs> that I've begun to test drive Dave helping me understand how, in fact, to communicate with these other beings that are off the planet. Um, you heard me ask him some crazy things last week about uh, when I've been on these UFO tours, uh, people have had lasers and, you know, they've been shining in, in from the description of what was happening, it looked like there was responses to that. Um, and Dave says, mm, that's not the way to go about it. Set your intent on them and they'll respond. They're out there waiting for communication with humans. <laughs> yes, they're as interested in surface communications as anybody else. Um, but there's a process that's going to have to take place here. First, an awareness that this, this, any of this exists in the first place. And then how do we actually you know, um, connect? Thursday, during Dave's podcast, uh, I kind of felt like that was for me. Because I asked him, how in the world do you communicate? And that's when I suggested, well, I you know, bought one of these lasers and flashed up there. And he said, no, no, no. If you recall the instance that after his podcast the week before, he went outside, looked in the sky, and filmed that phenomenon, there is where the best explanation of them actually communicating him took place. Because if you remember... He called to them. And at first, when you saw this light in the sky that didn't, it wasn't a planet. Uh, it wasn't a plane because you saw a plane fly through the screen. This thing slowly moved over the pine tree. And then when Dave called to it, at first, it looked like the brighter part of it was facing off to the right. But as soon as Dave called to it, it was like, boom, it just faced Dave's connection. And then you watch for the next three minutes and 45 seconds, the communication he had and how this thing split into blue and white. And then later he would take us to show us things that look similar to that in the past that NASA has records of. Uh, he pointed me to a YouTube log file from um, the space station's STS-75. And back then, there was a, a tether that they were experimenting with. It was 600 meters long. They were going to use for um, testing for communications and other purposes. Well, the tether snapped. And off into space, it floated. And what they recorded 
what the engineer or the, the co-pilot or whoever was talking about filming this out the window was taking place, you saw these little, at first, they look very like the light orbs that I've seen in like Jamie's backyard until he zoomed in a little bit more and he got closer. And these phenomenon looked a lot like that thing that was just communicating with Dave. So I'm going to take a break and let somebody else offer something, but there there's a different bridge that I'm starting to cross and I'm looking for whatever touchstones I can to help me understand the path. Well, if I can continue, you ask it, uh, what's new with me? So <laughs> I think it's uh, like one and a half week ago, I think we arrived uh, from visiting our family. Actually, we were driving from Slovakia, visiting Mikhail and so on. And we were returning home and it was really evening <laughs> and really dark, really cloudy. And we just stopped out of the car and I just looked it up automatically. I was just looking and uh, and just saying my my husband like look look up <laughs> and he was like oh wow what's happening <laughs> so basically it was everything was done within twenty seconds yeah uh, the it was just like I was catching for the phone and making them heads up uh, rather just look for this up on us and it was like two conical lights like two huge reflectors you can see basically just going down everything is dark and you just can see the light going down two separates so it was really close and it was not first time because when i was younger i could see them quite often <laughs> so for me it was like uh finally after many years not seeing them, it was like yeah finally <laughs> i could see you again guys so that was quite nice so, so that was one reason and i took a picture so it's not really good visible because it was diminishing already it was really quick. It was like 20 seconds till I took my phone and somehow comprehend my mind around. Yeah, again, you can see. And the first thing was, no, it's not the moon because the moon was on Poseidon's side. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. And everything around is basically nature. There is nothing. So, yeah, so it was really just two conical lights, really, really um, shining like reflector. You could see it just this different light. It was just standing there. And I could see it like this watching us and then it started diminishing and going away. So, <laughs> so that's happened. <laughs> How did your husband react when you pointed it out to him? Oh, he's happy about that. He's really on my way with this. So he was like, oh yeah, look, that's that's a, uh, that's a spaceship. He was just like, I was, yeah, yeah, they are watching us again. Mm, great, fine guys, hello. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you know, like, oh, wow. to me, it's important for other people to hear these stories because mm. they've had experiences. And yours was like um, others I've heard now where mm. something happened when they were younger. And for whatever reasons, um, that contact in my mind was still there because if you ever had it, you don't lose that. You just yeah. don't use it or you forget about it or whatever it is, you compartmentalize it. Some of the things I'm referring to, there's one woman, a dear one, who like a year ago had come on the podcast and she was here for two episodes. The first one, she just kind of wanted to get used to the crowd and kind of feel her way, get comfortable. And then the next week she came back and she actually opened up. Well, this woman had an experience in the early 70s. 
And when she tried to share it with the people around her, oh my, the, the reaction for that poor little empath was not good. And she shut it down. Now, it didn't mean that that connection still didn't exist, but it would take until she heard this tribe talking about it and felt comfortable enough to be able to find these touchstones where I could open up again. And you, you didn't get that gift for just, a, 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 it wasn't random. That gift you're meant to use. And so some of us are triggers that just come back around and say, wait a minute, it's okay for you to have that. In fact, it's been okay for you all this time. Um, it was just regrettable that 30 years had to pass. And this poor child had a gift to reach into higher dimensions that she put on pause because of third dimensional opinions about things. Well, we're all past that. There's a reason why all of us come together and see this perspective now. It's to help climb the others out. And when I realized, I went back to you know kind of study where I've been for the year because it's already December. And I looked at <clears throat> the timeline that had been suggested for the final preparations for the shift and the golden tie allotments, all these energetic areas that are revealing themselves and reasons why people are being drawn to areas that they don't understand that, you know, the timeline for that was sometime between 2015 and 2025. I'm not lost on that. Look at the cosmic activity from yesterday. We got signed up for it the day before that. So the two CMEs and then another one that we didn't even see snapped off after that. And now we're in the stream of um, coronal hole. Normally, when we get a geometric storm like that, that reaches like G level, it lasts for maybe a nine hour period. This one took all day to get through. So if you've had some unsettling feelings that you didn't kind of get, you didn't understand where they came from, get used to the idea that you're an electromagnetic being like everybody else. And that information coming from the sun just triggered the earth and every sentient life being on it. You are part of that. So it's not unusual. You should get used to that sensation. So you understand when I felt so like this morning was chaotic. I lost my phone twice this morning before I got up. I never lose my phone ever. So I just knew that something else had like scattered things and then you know when i went back and was reminded on suspicious observers of what really took place yesterday there was a crazy geometric storm and we're not out of the woods here yet that's a whole another rabbit hole to take people down so that they understand the cosmic effect that the central sun has let's go back to fundamentals because that feeds our solar system, which feeds our little planet and all of the sentient critters that are on top of it. And so if you can unpack that, first of all, now you can understand, you know, what's about to take place here. Put your phone down for a moment. Stop watching TV for a second. And all these things we were talking about yesterday, somebody had taken some fabulous photos over the UK of the Aurora Borealis. Incredible. Reds. You know how intense it has to be for reds to show up. It's really incredible. But here 
is the result of that electromagnetic hitting our poles, hitting the Earth's poles, climb, making its way into the core, and then it has to express itself in some way. It's energy that has to come and go. So we see it result in volcanic activity. See any uptick in that lately? Earthquakes are off the chart. Um, tsunamis are just the next thing because they're volcanoes underneath the water that are going to you know, affect us in some way. And when we see these huge variations of temperature and flooding in areas that you know were droughted, I've been in California now for a while. We were a drought state until last year, and in one season, we're no longer a drought state. How much water has to change in the state of California for those conditions to be? I'm just saying, pay attention to the signs. It's pointing you toward what's taking place here if you're paying attention to the phenomenon. So I'm going to yield the floor for a little bit, and somebody else can speak. Okay, Irene, it's up to you. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, so thanks so much for the sharing again. And it's actually, uh, I don't want to say exciting, because that's not really the right word, but it feels so uh, like determined and like feeling more alive than ever. Like, this is what I know what I was here for. And it starts to all come together. And we can share now from all over the world our unique experiences. And that's where I see doesn't matter from which angle you come from. It's just beautiful when we kind of like connect. We just start to connect on many different levels where it st starts to become more real in our um, thinking life instead of hidden. And I feel it's all this part of this process of an internal life, which you know to be true and in an internal life in the earth and how it's going to be externalized at some moment. And that's the journey. And that's like the externalization. It's the most densest form because it, it's all in the physical matter. And that's where it takes longer for the ships to see, but you can start feeling it energetically already. And these are the, you know, these are the, the lines that can kind of like draw you or, or, or where you are nourishing. And, and, and also, is there actually, you should give, Give to that, because that's what true creation is. Not giving your power away or your energy or your focus away necessarily to a movie or as long as it's nurturing you and it's triggering you, perfect. But if it's actually distracting you, uh, you know, you'll be nourished anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, uh, uh, but you can make a decision, you know, do we take like a treat or do we maybe take a hot tea? Maybe your body really is yearning for a warm tea instead of a sweet ice cream. It's just these little steps that can make a huge difference. And for me, what I'm experiencing really the last days, I've been really surprised because um, actually today I saw in the news or you know, yeah, kind of in the news that um, 20 minutes from here, I live quite close by to the coast, but I'm, I'm not living in a coastal town. It's just the next town they were able to see the Northern Lights for the second time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I was there. Cause, but, but it was so nice. And it was indeed like purplish, like magenta kind of red with purple. It was really nice to see people were able to make pictures on the beach. So it gets me excited. And, and for me, the biggest 
change I feel is really I'm going through an internal it's like a rebirth of my entire body so I can feel I'm not worried about the kind of systems kind of a little bit breaking down and it's it's a bit achy and it's a bit like painful and it's a bit like like an anybody else in an in a real whatever the whatever world <laughs> maybe really concerned but I'm like no I just trust this process I just know only thing I need to do is to really trust myself this is my time to trust my body to trust that I'm connected and I'm capable my body is capable it's just I need to get out of the way allow my body all I need to do is align myself to who I am feel my connection and just let it be and it's it can be challenging that's another adventure but it's just really amazing and i really what i notice now and my i mean tomorrow can be different there, there's no progress it, it can be like walking through the alps you know it's really up and down doesn't matter as long as we're going but i really feel a big change within me as i'm really extremely clean my diet i only drink liquids it's just what only what my body can 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 digest right now uh, and I need to really feed a bit extra because there's a lot of stuff going on. And, and so uh, it's good to take care of myself. And I have all the ingredients all from nature in my home now. And um, what happened, I really feel like this shift that's taking place with this enormous energy, I feel more alive than ever. Usually it would really floor me. And now I'm like, wow, something is different now it starts to, I start to feel silent, like almost like, a, maybe, I don't even know if that's really what it is, but the closest to what I can feel like a, a constant zero point. I don't know if that's really what it is, but it kind of feels that way. Like I'm, uh, like there's this field around me that's, that's really quiet. Yeah, I would say call it, I just call it quiet. Because I don't have all the terms for it. That's just not how I'm wired. <laughs> That's why I love the well, interaction. Yeah, go ahead. To me, you're describing um, that point of meditation for me. When you've reached the field of probabilities. Here, I'm just, I'm at the doorway right now. And so the next thing that I choose is what I place my intent on. Because we all know that our, our thoughts become our things. So you were describing a moment ago, and it just made me smile on the inside, the method of manifestation, where what you focus your attention on is how you bring it into your awareness. And you know what the next stage after awareness is, it comes into your physicality. And that sensation you were describing is the feeling that we get right before it physicalizes if that's a word um that's the process of manifestation but you have to achieve a focus to get to that level where you know you're at the field of probabilities and when there's white noise around you it's impossible to do that yeah. you can't focus your attention on it when you were speaking about that quiet I'm thinking about the environment I've been in here for the last three weeks. And within a 10 minute drive, I can be out in areas like you saw me post in Arizona all by myself where I can connect at that level. So 
even if the energy that is here that's crazy wasn't here, I could connect to nature and get into that space where I can then, you know, wander down my timeline somewhere else. But being in an area to be able to achieve that in an energetic zone, you know, however you want to consider ley line crossages or whatever the phenomenon that created that here, it's here and it's as palpable as Shasta. I've been not necessarily hiking every day, but I've been working on the ranch as vigorously as a hike would be and so this is always my measurement wherever i am i'm not a youngster anymore and i am <laughs> fatigued my muscles are fatigued at the end of the day if the next day i can jump up and do that all over again there is my indication that at my stage in this physical body that i can get up and do that all over again i've achieved that and it happens here just like it happened in shasta so I'm here, again, to help validate that those conditions exist here and to help others find their way here. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And for me, it's been my biggest desire because I knew when I traveled to Manchester for the first time in 1999 that I knew that it would have been, it was way before Instagram and way before people would all jump into one location. And I just knew that this would not be the place to do to to everybody go visit only those pristine places because then what happens you start to pollute it like it's already happening in so many places or people start building making hotels on top of the right it's happened already so much so i i just knew my biggest wish and call it sacrifice call it stupidity call it whatever i don't care i just knew uh, not knowing what kind of journey you would be getting on. It's like, you know, if it's here, I want it to be everywhere. It's It doesn't make sense if there's only small places on the planet when there's so many people. It should be everywhere. So I feel like a, a certain sense of accomplishment of staying put in literally my birthplace. I was literally born in this birth, like born exactly here, one floor up. I still live here. And so I feel like a sense of accomplishment, like, wow, I went through a lot of not well interesting stuff. And I feel so like, wow, what I know to be true is happening now. Uh, I live in um, an old town with quite a few people. Well, not, not that well, I mean, 100, 125,000 people or so. So it's not really a big town. I live in an apartment building, so I'm all over with people with smart meters, whatever. But I am, there's quietness. There's now people that are quiet around me that want, they like the quietness. People from all over the world start to move in here, from Iran underneath, and they start chanting their, 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 their songs. And people from Argentina and New Zealand and uh, England. And I'm like, wow. This is so cool. And nobody really knows me. It doesn't matter. But they do, but they don't. You know, but it's just nice to just be among people who are your neighbors and just, just have a conversation. And you can just be you and not feel exhausted. Because I pick, I, I you know, I, I need to be careful with my own energy. And uh, it's still, you know, because you can over drain other people. You can exhaust people with your energy. 
or or make them really really tired or overwhelmed and 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 vice versa if you hold up an energy and people are really like very low then but now it feels like i'm finding my balance and what's really been helping me is really also my diet i can really start to sink in even more in my 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 body and my cells are like less dense because it's so it's it's really the inner nurturance and the outer and uh, yeah and i so relate to the experiences you all had uh but i i I don't feel like maybe really sharing too much but i definitely can can relate to it and maybe what i can share uh, oh because i i i've I've gone through quite a bit of expansion uh you know how do you say that uh uh uh, how do you say that like a, a quite quite a long period of time so I have a lot of cycles where I'm starting to integrate and see things and, and it broadened my perspective on, on all these different travels. But I see definitely uh, all these relationships now between a healthy body, uh, what's happening inside the earth, uh, my own visions as an artist where I just started to create things. I When I was in, uh, I'm a goldsmith actually, and when I was in school, I was creating from nothing i created uh, like a like almost like a, a movie uh, like a little like little cells and it, it became like a globe and it just by using my intuition i just i just trusted my feeling what i wanted to create because i wanted to feel nurtured i wanted to feel seen and i wanted to express myself that i didn't know how to do that and so i created this earth and there was a hole on the inside there was a hole in it but the inner earth was all pristine and green and at some moment, and the outer earth was like falling apart. You know, it was falling apart. It was all rusty. And I, I just knew that the in, from the inside, there would, these, there would be these openings where it started to become alive. And I felt so, yeah, that is real for me. But I could not share that with other people. But when I showed it to others, I mean, my teachers were in awe. And when you look at it, it was just made of dirt. But now I see like, and I, I was really intrigued by what it is and how does my energy translate into form, you know, but because it, it's made from rubber uh, or, or, or like literally dirt. I didn't have any money or whatever. And I am from sea moss and whatever, or, or sea, whatever, whatever, sea, whatever, uh, all kinds of stuff that I found on the beach. So uh, for me, it, it drew me in this, well, how does that work? How does my feeling translate into something that is not it? But people are still captivated by it. And that really got me on the journey of how does, what is, what, who am I? Who am I even to create something? And I'm just creating a dirt thing. I want to create something real. I want to really manifest something. Now, back at a time that was definitely not in my, in my scope, but it, it really got me on my journey. And now, you know, we arrive at this time where we can just share and communicate. And it's still, it's still like, I mean, all in a wonder, but, um, and still bit, bits and pieces are coming together. But I, I love now so, like, I'm at this moment now that I, that I can really have patience and not like chase something after something, but really it feels more like just allow to be open and start to integrate. So there's all these different moments in your life where you want to go, go, to a place and and I, I'm sure I will be but it's it's so true that you're anchoring stuff and even oh I, it's, I kind of forgot about it last week um 
the interesting thing is, you know, maybe people can complain about, oh, all these people that may still travel by plane and go on the holiday and, and blah, de, blah, and they're polluting the planet and the blah, de, blah. That's true in one perspective. But what if actually everybody has two feet and a brain and arms and hands and an energy field? What if what if these people were also bringing, without them even knowing, they just want to lay down on the beach or whatever, who am I to judge that? Do you start to see completely different things? Because maybe these people, it's the time's up. Maybe people need to travel cross place to insert their energy, bring energy, bring their life. They don't even know. Maybe years later, they start like, hey, maybe I should eat a bit healthier. I don't know why all of a sudden. Maybe they needed to be at that place. So it's it so opens your perspective of non-judgment. Also to not be judging yourself. Because once you start to wake up everything starts to be completely different it, it's just mind-blowing and then you can still wander and get angry it's okay it's all part of the big deal anyway it's um i'll leave it there <laughs> i have a couple observations that there were many i had along the way that i just wanted to underscore because the things that you're talking about <clears throat> when you were talking about how you felt like anchored to the space that you're, where you are, where you've lived and you've been there for all this time. In my head, um, you know, the observer part of me sees you, there's your light. You're a light worker, you're a light bearer. And what is your job, wherever you go, it's to anchor your light. Well, the longer you do that, the brighter your light gets, doesn't it? So that light just keeps getting bigger. And the people that you've drawn, that you were describing, that hum and chant, and you just kind of fit into this uh, symbiosis of your environment and still can be quiet, look at what you just drew to yourself. The environment that you like to communicate at and connect with. And every day, that just gets bigger and bigger. That space you're holding, you're holding some of that for yourself. Yes, because we have to do our own work first. And then you're also holding space for everybody else that doesn't get it yet that's really close. So we got high hopes for you. And we're going to keep holding on to the space until either Earth shift comes or we move on and we no longer hold that space in this way. So... Um, I love your expressions and to kind of help others understand what's taking place with Irene. Well, here's my interpretation of well, how she described manifesting and then why she stayed in the place she stayed at. There's more reasons to all that. And when we're open to allowing the universe I know in my case, when she described, it's very dear to me about how physicality changed when you just allow, what she started to talk about cravings, when you crave some things. And that was what I could pinpoint. When I no longer had to create meals for my family, which I enjoyed doing and I like to cook, but I was Midwestern brought up and three things on your plate is, you know, that's your meal. When I no longer had to do that for somebody else, I just started to eat when I was hungry and what I was craving and what the universe changed in me was when I just reacted to that in six months time, 35 pounds went elsewhere. It wasn't my focus to lose weight or feel better. None of that. 
those changes that were supposed to take place and realign me to this carbon body in this particular instance, man, it did it. I went from a, like 213 pounds at the top when I was in Baton Rouge eating that kind of food to these days, I'm like 183 and just stay there. That's where I'm supposed to be. It feels like here is where I'm supposed to be. Um, now, in these energetic zones, there's a whole other layer of cellular reconstructions, the name that comes into my mind. But when I get in these places, my joints feel like they've been rejuvenated. As I was explaining the other day, after working on the ranch all day and being tired and getting up the next day, and your joints feel like we're good to go, there's something beyond my state of physicality. Something else is, you know, driving that. But I see myself as this electromagnetic energetic capacitor that takes in energy and expends energy. Um, and I have a grasp of what light is and what that component has to do with changes in me. So it's great now that we found others we can have these communications with. Because just like Katarina, who wasn't using it for a while, and all of a sudden it's come back, we have to find places to have those expressions. And um, that's part of our own growth. It's not that we're looking outside ourselves. We're just looking for places where we can have these conversations with others who want to hear our stories, not communicate and compare, make sure that they're everybody else's stories so that we're all on the same page. That's not what the tribe's about. Um, that's what I enjoy, listening to everybody else. And then you see the commonalities in all of it. You see the fabric of the universe pulling us all together and where we're going. So when I take that information, I'm left with just joy. Here's a joyful situation, and here's what I found. Um, and here's what I can see is coming based on what I know. Uh, I was talking with Paul the day before yesterday, and she was going to be here to talk about evidentiary mediums. But something else has triggered her, and she had some family commitments. I think her grandmother was turning 80 over the weekend, so that was part of it. But uh, she's on a tear, too. Um, She's at the space where, and I, I believe I've heard Irene mention this, you just feel like this isn't where I'm from. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm supposed to be somewhere. Somewhere else feels like home. Um, but there's a service that we came here to provide. So we're going to be collaborating more on mystery school. And what that is, and now that we've been at this, and we've talked to so many people all over the darn planet, that there's a commonality between all of us of higher dimensional things thereof that we've experienced, we've cataloged, and we're ready to share with other people. Well, now is the time to do that. Um, the clock is ticking. My guides say there is no time to waste anymore. You know, and we've just been kind of dragging ourselves along. But more people need to understand this. And it took us a while to comprehend it so that now we can kind of reverse engineer it and break it into bite-sized pieces so that 
there's a lot of elements that are required for you to not command, but have an awareness of so that where we're going and what is taking place is comprehensible to one. And I know I was on an accelerated path and I'm like four years into this. Um, I love to hear others who are waking up to these things that, you know, have been in their field for a while and they were living their 3D lives just like everybody else. Those are the genuine ones I want to hear. And those are always the current news, not talking about secret space programs and abductions. Did those things take place? Yes, they did. But that's not the element that we're in now. I see when I energetically look back at when really consciousness started to kick in on the planet and where negative forces didn't seem to have as much of a foothold was right around the harmonic convergence. Here, there was a physical change in the energy on the planet and everything was boosted. And from that time on, in my mind, I saw it wasn't that dark energies and their residue still didn't exist. They did. But those that kept coming into Earth, that plane was no longer available to them. The vibration had risen such that they just couldn't match it. And so that crap at that level of density, we put aside. But look, that was like in the mid 80s or so. Look at where we've come. And at the same time, look at the level of awareness that's been achieved since then. If you look back behind what happened up to that point, totally clueless. Were we all of everything else except 3D things we came here to experience and for physicality? The earth is in a cosmic cycle. And that's why we've been given information, um, not special to us. It's stuff that's been in our consciousness that we're unpacking. And it's time for us to share it with others because it's going to trigger their reawakening of the things that they know too. Because earth is about to shift into a higher level of consciousness permanently. Not just what we get to see and straddle and report back on. No, no, we don't come back and report third density lessons pretty soon because this isn't here anymore. We are all vibrating at levels and finding places on the planet that are predisposed to those vibrations already. And it's not like the rest of the planet won't be you know, shaped out when her transition is in completion. But there is a phase of Earth that's still going to go through some entropy. That old third dimensional vibration that no longer exists goes elsewhere. Um, not those of us that are focused on where we're going. That's just done. Um, I could go off for a while on the cosmic historic importance of all of this and humanity's relationship to everybody else you know in the universe and point out from my level of understanding what happened to humanity along the way which caused us to you know get here so far um some of it was you know selfish service to self people that were here with their own agendas but that doesn't rule out cosmic things that have happened that we certainly didn't have any awareness coming at us. 
because the earth has been glanced by bigger things in its past and knocked out of its orbit. And we certainly don't have any records or history of that. It's just as likely that it could happen again. One day, the sun is going to spew some enough photon energy in our direction and enough of that plasma to flip the poles like it's done before. We know that. And then everything changes here. So I'm out of breath. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's We've been almost an hour. So um, I would love to hear somebody else's perspective before we close this for today. Can I add in? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing that is coming on my mind is just I can feel the just pure joy when these things are happening, uh, like it was these days, even uh, days before, these uh, huge uh, solar beams and geomagnetic storms and everything, for me, it's usually like a couple of days before it's happening, I can feel it. And this uh, last day, basically, I woke up somewhere three days ago at 4 a.m. morning, just like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> Something could happen. And for me, it's always like I can see and feel how the energy is growing, how it's coming closer and closer, closer, and how the earth is really responding. It's like when your heart is pumping and when you are excited, pumping more, and you can see and feel the resonance of all the points on the grid, on the earth, how they are starting pumping more because they're accepting the energy and the codes are just getting there, clicking in the right place and uh, starting the, I'd say, cascade of events that are happening on energetic level, but also on physical level. And yes, you can you can choose. <laughs> you can choose that you will be like a bird, uh, just you know, flying on the on the wind and spreading the wings and letting the wind help you to fly. That you are not exhausted and you can just do what your soul knows it's really needed to be done. Or you just can basically really struggle and it can be painful. And then we are listening that the body is beautifully changing. Yes, the carbon body is changing and everybody has the different changes. Um, by myself as well, I can feel when I don't feel hungry, when I feel hungry, when I need more sleep, when I just having so many energy at 2 a.m. morning that I have constant ideas and doing everything what I want. And that's amazing. And the void, or basically the stillness, the quietness that Irene mentioned, it's something beautiful. For me, it's like a sacred container. It's like a complete void that you are in it. It's like a center of the creation. You are just there and you are aligned. And you just know in the peace and the calmness that through the emotions, through the ideas, you can manifest everything and you are putting it in your field around yourself. And then you are basically magnetically um yeah magnetically calling the other persons not on the trauma base but on uh on their potential on the soul potential so basically the similar is getting together and creating more space more more sacred container for the earth 
And the same I feeling with the traveling because I lived on different places. <laughs> and after usually it was three years, after three years or three and a half years, I could feel like it's done, the mission is done, you need to move somewhere else. So for me, it was um, always like going somewhere, <laughs> staying there, be there, be in that place, hold the container, hold the place, meet with the right people, going around. Of course, learning myself, that's obviously. And then travel around, bringing the energy, putting the energy together and then move again. So now we are again in Czech Republic and I could feel it at its right time. <laughs> it's the right time for us to be here. And nowadays we have plenty of snow. <laughs> you cannot imagine, but it's really like a huge snow. And yesterday I was in nature and it was so quiet. It was so amazing. Just, just imagine everything is white and just basically the snow falling down and you are in the middle of nowhere, nothing there. And you are just there with the spirits, with the nature, uh, just with the breath and you could feel everything. And you can feel how the energy is coming on there, how everything is happening and you are just there and that is enough. And you just realize it's enough. <laughs> and then you are just walking around and you are witnessing the people, the different realities. And you just can see how easily plenty of them you can just uh, change when you enter there without any intention, just being in yourself. Let's say you just smile and you can see how the energetic field is changing abruptly around you. So that's, I think, amazing. And that's what is happening when you are traveling and you are getting in places like Shasta, Arizona, I don't know, Scotland, Slovakia, because there is a lot of amazing places as well, Czech Republic and other places around the world. And you are traveling, you are meeting with the people, you are making amazing grip, you are letting the footprints of the energy on the right places. Everything is so beautifully directed from above and inside. So yeah, that's what I feel for the days. There are many energetic places. Yes. And that's why we talk about our um etheric feel, uh, what we felt yeah. in these areas so we can start identifying for others yeah. or people that are there that you know have been aware of some kind of sensation that they couldn't put their finger on well here we are to kind of help explain what it was to us and then you discern for yourself but none of that takes place unless you take time to spend time with yourself the time to tend your own flame and heal yourself and i didn't understand the concept of healing until i got to the place where i was healed and i could look back and process i didn't understand that you talked about what it was so beautiful this for snow and last season i was in minnesota for the winter and the first snow i remembered uh, somebody had pointed out well, you know those are crystals the snows are crystals mm -hmm. and when you see that that's just a blanket of crystalline healing. When you see it in this pristine form like that, oh my goodness, look what Gaia did for herself. This is like this pristine healing blanket that I got to witness. Uh, and not everybody gets to see that. You don't get to recognize any of that until you've stopped listening to everybody else. And it's not that some of the information that they've helped us see from their perspective didn't help us along our journey, but they are not experts in our realm. They're expert 
has nothing to do with your level of mastery. Maybe there was something you were supposed to get from them, but stop quoting these people that you claim are <laughs> experts. When you really look at their content, are they really reproducing something else that they've heard from somebody else and repackage it to make it interesting and entertaining for you? Or <laughs> uh, maybe they're not connected at all. And yet they've made it interesting enough for us to be hooked and listen to it because we think we're going to get something out of it. The day has got to come when you recognize your sovereignty and your, your free will and start focusing on your own life. Stop watching somebody else's and get out there and live your own. Get off the couch. Go find a spot out in nature and you'll find your connection if you can quiet yourself enough. That's why you have to have a command over yourself so you can quiet yourself to connect at that level. It's not going to come from somebody else who claims they're here to help you. We can't be helped in that way. You can't buy that. That's not a transfer of etheric power that we get from somebody else. We have to dig in. And when you finally do, and then the concept that Earth was an experiment, and we all came here to just play a role, and we've been here many times and in incarnations and learned many things over those things, it's time for us to realize third dimension is done on Earth and all the lessons that were associated. We're done learning those things. Now we're going to unpack our Akashic records that we've had on store for a while now because we're getting to a, a stage of dimension where we actually have command of all that stuff again, and we're about to use it. Earth will be in a new vibration where all of that ability for us to manifest that way is right around the corner. So <laughs> that's a lofty thing to say and understand, but now you see... <laughs> what I was talking about by all the pieces of the puzzle that you needed to comprehend to be able to see that. But it's there for everybody. I am no different than any other human being in my makeup. It's just the level of awareness I've been granted shows me that stuff, but it's there for all of us to see. I'll finish there. Irene, do you have some closing thoughts for yes. us? Yeah, I, I, I love to share some things if I can still remember. Yeah, I will. Doesn't matter. Um, it was already sent out my energy anyway, so it doesn't matter what. But uh, yeah, for, for one, um, what I found so beautiful with our connection, and I feel this is what we truly carry from within, and this is what we are here for, is that we are humanity. We're not just just one some kind of group at least this is what I feel I've always feel like I'm a universal being and I'm here in fact everybody because I'm human everybody is actually my family it would be crazy if I I, I belong everywhere on the planet it's not like I, I, I've always been like a, you call it a loner but I belong because I'm alone I belong everywhere I'm my sovereign being and everybody can be my family if they want to. I'm not closing myself off from anybody, you know, but, you know, at the same time, we're here to create, we're not to destroy. So it's, there is like, there is, we're here to be bringing, bringing harmony. So, so, and, and this is what I love about the tribe because I feel the essence is about that. It's not to create like another, 
special group. No, this is really the core of what it is about. We're here to be guardians of the planet, how it was meant to be. That's what we hold true to our heart. That's what we promise and we'll keep on doing it till the end of time. <laughs> that's what we hold on to. That's that's what we what gives us our that's what navigates us and that's what draws us together. And I feel maybe if, if you want some discernment, that's why I'm sharing now. Uh, like what Lo is saying about people who earn money, it's okay to earn money from whatever, but it's more about ask yourself what is the intent of the person? Is it holding a carrot in front of you? Like maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow <laughs> or whatever. It's really what is truly the intent and wh where is it heading to? Does it bring you a relief or do you feel in included? Do you feel you're part of that picture or have you even more questions? Or when you feel like, wow, I can just relax and I already belong and I just trust my own unfoldment and I don't need to have loads of money on my bank account. Because the way I was able to travel to Manchester, I, I a month, three months before, I found my friends. I never knew about the whole place. I stayed for free. You know, and I manifested some money. I've never had, uh, I've never had savings. Never. I've, 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 I've spent well, maybe more than six months in, in Manchester. I, 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 I arrived there and I stayed with people that wanted me to take care of their cats for free. So it's not about money. It's really about your your truth. You're being determined about who you are. Even if you don't even know, your heart knows. Your mind just doesn't know. That's what we're here to born in to born, you know, to birth into. That's that's what we birth. We we're birth. We were born as a child in a body, but now we're gonna birth our spirit within a body. That's a different process. That's an addition. That's that's what we grow. That's what true growth means. And everybody is in their own unique alignment and this whole orchestration which is which we are part of is also is being taken care of so we don't need to worry about others but we can say hey you know there's something really we can nudge people to help it and it's not um it's not a punishment it's just a gentle nudge to hey you can wake up. It's 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 not a punishment. It's actually more beautiful than you would ever expect it to be, because we choose it. Anyway, yeah, that's why none of us are here, um, emphasizing that this is the way. Um, the only way that you're going to get it is this one, two, three process that we have all come to understand, and um, we can teach it to you later we all don't get there that way there's just an awareness of these conditions that we all are aware of and that is what we hang on to that's what brings the tribe together and so when these extraordinary things and our abilities come across our path and we discover somebody else can help us understand what that was because it's beyond our capacity irene spoke a moment ago about our mind our mind is fixed on what we have in this particular incarnation. 
unless you've opened yourself up and that's a different process I'll explain in just a moment. This container is lodged in all the experiences and the conditioning that I've had in this incarnation. What I get to see now and what you guys get to see is the fact that our third eye cracked wide open and access to the things beyond ourselves that's still part of us has now been made possible. And my brain is still the translator for this physical body, but it's not the limitations to what I know. My Akashic Records access is vast these days. Sometimes I don't even, not sometimes, I never know what the expanse of it is until the next topic comes up. And then there's information that seems to resonate that, you know, I was aware of. And certainly I get that. It wasn't that I had to learn it over again. It's just here. Remember this? That's what's happening to the people around me. And the, the here, remember, this is are different for all of us because the lessons we've been learning are all varied. And our journeys have all been varied. But look, when these things all thread together and we get together and explain our experiences with one another, some of it is to serve the purpose for that others to feel comfortable in this energy that they didn't understand any better than I did four years ago. And I just hope what I've seen, though, recently because my mindset had always been around my friends and this, the people within my generation, who, it's fair to say, are not as open to the things that have happened to me as others might be. I've had, um, over the last two weeks, really, more communication with the younger generation. And you can tell immediately that their outlook on things beyond their understanding is much more wide open. Not that they're wandering down fairyland, although who's to say what that is? Who understands until you've been around elementals and druids in that type of environment for you to, to you know, try and guess in a, this third dimensional thing, what we think is real and not real? Because magic lends itself in, in different kinds of forms in the next place. Um, Others will all see it soon. We did. That's why I agreed to do these, um, to just put myself out there as somebody just like all the rest of you. And something extraordinary woke up in me that I have to assume had been planted there and has been there for a long time. I'm just coming back to awareness of it. I believe that's true for all of us. And the reason it was planted there for these universal cosmic things that are playing out right now. Humanity, I see in a whole different... You know, I was just a human all my life and never really gave any thought to my impact on anything else, much less universal things. Now when I understand what my soul is riding around in this bodysuit, that um, humanity was an experiment. There wasn't... <laughs> Whether I think that there's humanity on other plants, it will be, you know, yet to be seen. But from my perspective right now, the universe is watching humanity on the planet. And we had been manipulated along the way. 
it wasn't a smooth track for humanity because you know other beings had their own agendas for you know things on earth and things that they wanted to do with humanity and let's say our growth had been stunted along the way but all of that's been eliminated there's residue as i mentioned before of day dark energies that influence where we are in our conditioning but that's been eliminated now now we that's why people see things so much differently and clearer and see the truth for themselves and it just resonates so authentic and genuine that you it, you know that this is true but it's never never learned any of this in school never even heard about it in church and among my friends very few people talk about it and those that do you know, they seem to like live in Shasta. So, oh, and you know, there are these mystical people that, yeah, there's something too, but I don't get it. That thinking has kind of gone by the wayside. And now the idea, um, if my mission, understanding where I'm supposed to be, is to help people come to terms with multi dimensionality. Please. And then you'll understand instances with light beings as one of those, as a trip into Telos, as one of those. And then we get to hear other people's extraordinary experiences, not abductions. Here is interactions with higher beings that have been here for a long time. And we can talk about when that interaction began and how that's a whole other podcast. The good news is that they've been around us for a long time. And we, when we were instructed to just ask for help, that, that had merit. When you ask for help from those heavenly realms, it comes um, never in the way that you think it would, but we're limited by our 3D thinking. They have no limitations on how they can manifest things for us. So um, stay tuned. I hope this triggers somebody new today. Here's a little bit more for the tribe to feed on, but I am inclined to um, step up and, and with Paula's help and the rest of the tribe and Dave, of course, there's going to be different kinds of content that's going to come out. Looking back on the podcasts we've been doing, and they've all been great. They're more of an archive of everybody else as opposed to me or Dave being a talking head. And that was kind of the plan. But moving forward, they're going to be themed. When we talked about Paul, like producing um, evidentiary mediums, here's how we help people understand this part of it. And sooner or later, this archive represents a whole bunch of stuff that we need to understand. And here is access to it. Um, Stay tuned. I think it, there's a way that we're going to continue to do these in this fashion. We're in Zoom. Where you are on the planet is not a restriction because we can all do this as, as demonstrated today. I'm in the United States. These ladies are in Europe. Um, but there will be other instances where we can meet you know, face-to-face -face on hard ground in areas that are energetic because that's a whole nother level of connection that that is what we want to experience together um, because that's infectious. 
that little light just keeps expanding. And I'd love to get to the day where I didn't have to hold as much light for everybody else. Here, hold your own, because there's others I could be holding for others. So um, I think we'll call it a day because you know I was hoping this would be 11 11 it's actually 11 13 so I'm a few more minutes over um thank you all for being here I'll see you next week and there'll be some more details on some of this focus content coming okay wish you all a good thank weekend you. and see you again thank you bye